You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 153. What I would tell anybody or, or tell even myself a few months ago, like, why didn't I do this sooner? Why go through all these hoops? And if you work it and grow it, this is a business that can provide you whatever kind of freedom you want. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Welcome to another episode here on Wholesaling Inc. My name is Cody Hoffheim and I'll be hosting today's podcast. For those of you that are just new to the podcast, maybe it's your first time listening to the podcast, we are going to deep dive a topic called wholesaling. Wholesaling is simply the art of finding deeply discounted properties. And then from there, there's multiple ways that you can turn that deeply discounted property into a lot of money. And so we're going to talk some of the traditional ways of just simply assigning it. But there's so many ways you can take that, that deeply discounted property and make good money. So again, we're going to talk about finding the deeply discounted property. And then each and every one of our guests on these podcasts talk about the way that they were able to make profit from finding those properties. So we'll deep dive that today. We're going to deliver value. This is the no fluff, no BS zone. For those also that are new to the podcast and to all of our faithful listeners, we want to say thank you so much for being with us today and for being with us each and every podcast episode. We are about to hit our 1 millionth download, which is a huge, huge milestone for us. It's been great. And so that is thanks to each of you out there downloading the podcast. And so if you like this podcast episode, give it a download and let's get this over a million downloads. Today, we have Stephanie Casito with us. Stephanie's been part of the tribe for about four months now. She's from Dallas, Texas, and this lady is absolutely crushing it. She is dominating her market, doing a lot of deals. In fact, since joining the tribe, She's already had five deals closed, two more closing this week for a total of $145,000, which is absolutely amazing. So we're going to deep dive one of those deals with you guys today. So get out your pen, get out your paper, and get ready to jot down some gold nuggets. Let's get going. So Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. Kind of introduce yourself and fill in the gaps anywhere that you feel like, uh, you could let us know a little bit more about you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Cody. I pretty much do this for me and my dog, uh, Nico, and we have a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> I love it. And you said for you and your dog, Nico, what type <laughs> of dog? He's a standard poodle with green eyes. All right. All right. You've got a lucky dog because that is a lot of money you're making for just you and a dog. I love it. <laughs> Well, let's deep dive. Let's go right into it. What got you into wholesaling in the first place? Okay, so I was a full-time realtor. And when I was doing a flip in Plano, Texas, the floor guy introduced me to wholesaling. and uh, So you learned about wholesaling and you just took action and you got right into it and went full speed ahead. With this much action going on, seven deals, like this is absolutely impressive. We're talking seven deals in the last four months. 
that's just shy of $150,000 in total revenue. I am just floored. What does a day look like for you? Are you busy nonstop? What does that look like? Uh, well, we're making phone calls from about 9 to 12. And then after that, we drive for a dollar. Everything that we can that the tribe has provided us, we do. Anywhere from calling to absolutely everything. I love it. I love it. Now, every now and again, I might repeat some of the things you're saying because every now and again, it cuts out. And so I just want to make sure that I catch it good. I know Dallas has some splotchy areas and so does Utah. We're both have some splotchy areas of internet and darn those Comcast owners that keep charging us for it. (laughs) (laughs) So with that being said, uh, exactly. <laughs> with that being so, so it sounds like you're doing quite a bit. You're doing some cold calling. You've got some direct mail going on. You've got quite a bit working for you and you're just taking action, which I absolutely love. So from there, let's go right into recent deal that we're going to deep dive today where you actually teamed up with another tribe member in Dallas, Texas. So take us from the beginning and let's break it down granular step by step. What was the marketing that was able to produce this lead that we're going to be talking about, this deal that we're talking about? It was direct mail and it was, I believe, uh, probate. Probate. Okay. And when you send out direct mail, are you sending out the tribe postcard or are you sending out letters? What does that look like? Uh, So how we got this deal was from a handwritten letter that I actually personally wrote out and sent. Uh, We use the provider that we get the amazing discount on with the tribe for sure. I love it. Okay. So here you are with a handwritten letter for probate. So for those of you maybe new listening to this, you're like, what the heck is probate? What is it? So probate is simply there is some kind of a change in deed. It could be that uh, maybe mom and dad just passed away. And their kids just inherited a home and it has to go through probate. So was this letter handwritten for like the executor of the trust or what did that look like? Uh, yes, for the executor of the trust. Okay. Okay. So executor of the trust for those listening, executor of the trust is just the person that inherited the home, the one that's going to be over the estate or over the trust. So she hand wrote this letter over to the executive of the trust saying, I want to buy your home on 123 Main Street. My guess is somewhat similar to that. Is there anything specific that we'd want to know about for that letter that makes it kind of cool? Basically, we really wanted to make it human in that we know what they're going through. So we made it very personal. That's awesome. So you're already trying to connect with them, trying to understand they're going through a time where maybe they just lost someone in their family. And you are still here to uh, be sensitive to that and say, hey, if there's a way we can make this a win-win, we'd love to do business together. We'd love to buy the home. Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. So when this person called, was it pretty obvious like out of the gates that, hey, we're pretty motivated to sell this home? Or what was it when this individual called? How did that conversation go? Conversation went kind of like this. It was an older lady and it was her husband that has passed and it was his husband land meant so much to her. So we really just talked about her late husband and what the land, what she wanted, what was her outcome with making this phone call to me? Like, why now? Because I know that property was there sitting for about two years vacant. Oh, wow. Okay. So she had already inherited this. It already been sitting vacant for two years. And what was the difference? Mm -hmm. Why was it now? So what was her answer to that? I mean, was there, I think that's always an interesting thing to ask is, you're asking, okay, you know that the background behind it's been sitting there for two years vacant. 
So when you're asking her, why are you considering selling this? What was her response? Uh, she's for uh, her late husband and his memory and ready to move on with her life because she knew that's what he wanted for her. Okay. Okay. So instantly, did you set up an appointment to go over there and talk with her? What did that look like? How's the best way that you have found to set those appointments up so you can actually get out there and look at the property? Okay. Well, the first call, we didn't actually set up an appointment. It was just very discovery for both of us. Um, Then I said, hey, if you're comfortable, it's time for us to meet and we can really discuss how this process is going to work. It took about two weeks to get out there to look at the property. But after we got out there, we clicked able to uh, be there for her for what she needed. And obviously I was going to get what I needed out of it. Perfect. Perfect. So it took a couple weeks. There's no one way to run right way or wrong way. That's the best part about this is sometimes it's like, you've got to get there super quick. This was one that it took about two weeks to be able to get to the property. And from there, what do you think is kind of the positive, something that maybe you could tell each one of our listeners why do you think that she did business with you? What is it that you do well that makes her want to do business with Stephanie Casito? I was completely transparent with her. I told her exactly what was going to happen when we were in title, what was going to pop up in title, if anything. I mean, I was just, I showed her the numbers um, and we built a lot of rapport. I, I think it's all goes back to building rapport and actually caring about It is. I, I want to capitalize on that, Stephanie. That is something that, Everyone listening to this right now, I want to repeat exactly what Stephanie just said. It's all about building rapport. And the thing that Stephanie's really good at is caring about the individual and not the house. Remember how she just worded that. Something that stood out to me instantly when you started talking, Stephanie, is you never have said even on this podcast yet that, oh, it was a three bedroom, two bathroom. It was a 1980s built. Like you haven't said anything about the home. Why? Because Stephanie cares about the individual. The byproduct is if you serve and love and treat those people with respect, the byproduct is, is you'll walk away with a contract that allows you to purchase their home. But notice that she didn't go there for the home. She went there for the seller to serve them, to love them, to see if there's any way that she could help them out in their situation. And then because she serves and loves and helps these individuals so much, she pulls down a lot of contracts. We're talking seven deals this year alone in just a short amount of time of $150,000. Why? Because Stephanie gets it. She gets that it's a service. It's how do I help these individuals? And kudos to you as I'm hearing this because you haven't even talked about homes really. All you've talked about is just people, individuals from the letter and how you're writing the letter. You're not talking about the home. You're talking about them. You're going out on the appointment. You're talking about them. You're seeing how you can make it a win-win. So kudos to you. And I want to make sure all of our listeners are writing this down because it's not about the home. It's about the seller. Yeah, for sure. So take me from there. So you went on the appointment. Ultimately, what was the home? If Uh if it was all fixed up, what was the home going to be worth? And then what did you put it under contract for? Well, it was actually a land deal. So if a builder, yeah, developer, um, and if a a homeowner would buy it, 10, 10, 10, 10 homes. Okay. Yes. So if a builder bought it, I could put 10 homes on it and, you know, one acre homes, very beautiful, very good area for gosh, you know, million plus after that development, the value after building would have been, you know, close to 600,000. So ultimately when you were going into this, cause you have both sides, right? You can sell it to a homeowner 
or you can sell it to a developer. Obviously, it sounds like the developer is a is a huge play there, which is super awesome. 10 one-acre lots, which would be huge. What does that look like as you started to market to cash buyers? Is this this is I know this is where you kind of teamed up now with another tribe member, which I think is so huge when I hear that you said, hey, I teamed up with another tribe member on this deal. What did that look like? And ultimately, what made you team up with another tribe member? So I really, really, really wanted to help the seller. Uh, I knew I didn't have a buyer for it in my buyer's list. So that's when I started reaching out to other tribe members to see if they had enough eyes that we can get this property sold to get the seller her money so she can move on with her life. So the decision was that, hey, I'm going to do the seller a disservice if I don't reach out and see how we can work this together to get the seller her money. That's the optimal goal. That's so huge. I love how you're always going the extra mile. You're always doing everything you can. Maybe at some point you realize, man, I don't have a cash buyer that wants something like this. But you didn't give up. You didn't go back and just say, hey, sorry, you can't help you. You did everything you could. You went the extra mile. You reached out to another tribe member that potentially could have a buyer on their list that would want this. What did it ultimately look like? What did you put this land deal under contract for? Okay, so we put it on contract for 138 and we assigned it for 200,000 and Wow. Yeah, to locate wow. a buyer within hold days. Hold on, hold on. You know what's coming. <laughs> so we've got a you said a $62,000 assignment. You put under contract for 138, yes. you sell it for 200,000, a difference of 62,000. <clears> That's correct. Holy smokes. Now, (laughs) here's the best part about this, Stephanie, is as we're talking, it was like a win-win-win, right? You've helped the seller out. You made some great money. Now, with that, this also gives everyone out there listening and Stephanie and even myself the power of always making sure you grow a cash buyers list. If Stephanie now can grow her cash buyers list to have just as many as any other wholesaler out there, that deal can now be completely 100% hers. And even though we're of an abundant mindset, we're always looking ways to grow and sharpen our business. And I'm assuming right when you close this, you're like, man, this is a blessing. This is great. But I've got to grow my cash buyers list. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. We're actually hiring somebody right now and training them for us. And obviously, it is one of the most lucrative sides to the whole equation. I love it. Because I think so many people getting into the business or maybe get caught in the trap thinking it's all about the deal. It's all about the deal. It's all about the deal. And the deal is a great part of it, right? You make your money in the purchase of a product, not at the sale of a product. And so it's the same thing here. Yes, it is a big part of the pie, but if you don't have the end game, the cash buyers in place, a great deal doesn't make any sense at all. And so I love that you are hiring someone out to do this. This is crucial to always grow that list. And I love that you're just right on top of it thinking, okay, I learned this from this, uh, end up being a win-win-win, but I, you actually learned something from it, and now here you are taking massive action, oh, yeah. growing a cash buyer's list, what I think is absolutely incredible and why you will continue to see success in your business. Thank you so much, Cody. You're I appreciate vi- that. Well, you're a rock star and you know it. This has been awesome. That's why I rang that victory bell longer than probably I typically do. <laughs> so with that being said, <laughs> if you were starting from ground zero, knowing what you know now, And you're looking back and you're at ground zero because there's so many of our listeners 
that are looking for a new option. Maybe they're looking to leave the nine to five. They're sick of corporate America, or they're just looking to do this on the side. If you were at the very beginning stages again, what would you have done different? Or maybe what would you have done the same if you were just starting? Okay, Cody, I would have hired your men because even before joining the tribe, I had done a few deals, but it was really painful. Sure. <laughs> I was, but after I joined the tribe, it was like, boom, 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 boom. Like, here's what you have to do. <laughs> step one, step two, step three. That's what I would tell anybody or, or tell even myself a few months ago. Like, why didn't I do this sooner? Why go through all these hoops? And if you work it and grow it, this is a business that could provide you whatever kind of freedom you want. I mean. That's huge. That's huge. That's another thing to point out is this community is incredible. The tribe is amazing. So I love the fact that you point out, and it doesn't have to be us, but I'm glad you're pointing it out that if you were to start over from the beginning, it would make sure you got a mentor to just get you there, to get you right to producing revenue and profitability quick, 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 whether Mm -hmm. that's us or whether that's someone else. I love that. I think that's key for any business, not just wholesaling. When it comes to nutrition, it's the same thing. I would much rather have a mentor tell me exactly what to eat, exactly my workouts, that get my body the best results. So mentors are there to help us, the right mentor. And then secondly, if you were to tell or maybe even refer an amazing book, something that has like just changed your life, that if you were maybe at your beginning stages and you're like, oh, you've got to read this book, or if someone's stuck, what is a book they could read that you absolutely love? And why do you love this book? Pitch Anything by Orgman Kless. I believe it's his name. And the reason why I love this book is because I'm very into sales. I love this. So pitch anything. What is it about pitch anything that you love about it? It's going from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. I a thousand percent agree that abundant mindset, knowing that that's correct. We're all go into the ocean with five gallon buckets. There's enough water for each one of us. And so I love that. I love that you put that. In fact, I've never read that book that is going on my list as we speak. And I'll be ordering that book. So I always love a good referral. This has been an awesome podcast. I I sit here and I look at all the value and how much knowledge you just shared with people in what is now maybe 22, 23 minutes, right? Like it's amazing. So guys listening to the podcast, I know it's like taking a drink from a fire hose, but just take one of these gold nuggets. You don't need all 50 of them that she just shared or what was shared on the podcast, but There's something in this podcast I can tell you that you can pull away just one gold nugget. That's the value of listening to this podcast. It's not to implement every single thing that someone's sharing, but to implement at least one thing. So we talk about Gary Keller from the book, The One Thing. That is why people succeed. Pull one gold nugget from this, something you're currently not doing in your business. Take that gold nugget and implement it right now, starting today, and let the action show you what results can take place. So don't get caught up in this uh, analysis paralysis or overthinking things. Just take one action item and start taking massive imperfect action and watch what takes place in your business. Stephanie, I want to thank you so much for being with us today. There's going to be a lot of people that are listening to this that are going to be just super stoked. It resonates with them. It's kind of maybe even is just like their story. And this is going to be great stuff. So thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to be on this podcast. Thank you so much, Cody. And and thanks to the tribe. I love you guys. All right. Everyone listening today, you've listened to an amazing episode that you can download to help us get to a million downloads. But if you're listening to this and you want to get into wholesaling, 
go on over to our website. It's wholesalinginc.com, wholesalinginc.com, where you can listen to other stories just like Stephanie's by clicking on the testimonials tab and look at how many people are just nationwide doing great things with wholesaling. And it will inspire you and motivate you to know that you can do this. You can absolutely do this. And if you want personal help on building a successful wholesaling business, you can book a time for us and you can get on our calendar to speak with someone on our team and see if we are the right fit for one another. If we like what you have to say, we just might invite you to be part of the tribe and be our next rock star rhino, just like Stephanie. Until next time, guys, keep, uh, keep faithfully listening to the podcast. We thank you and we'll see you on our next episode. Take care. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling. Wholesaling.